laid back down, and I thought, man, walked around, walked around in my misery. I mean, hurting, sick, nauseous, ain't said nothing to the Lord. Just walking around in my misery, I thought, Lord, I can't go in prayer and feeling like that, and the way I've been feeling like I'm going to puke. I said, let me call, let me text Brittany. I text Brittany this morning, I ain't getting no answer. I thought, well, shoot, what's going on? Lord, we got, who else can preach? (laughs) I was thinking of everybody. I'm like, well, Gwen is the evangelist. (laughs) Start putting you to use, sister. (laughs) I ain't kidding. I wasn't feeling good at all. And so I didn't get no uh, response from, from my little sister. I'm thinking, boy, we really got to be ready because we just never know. And so I laid down again in my mirror and I just laid down in the computer room and nothing, didn't say nothing to the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord said, you're not going to even ask me, are you? And I just curled up and said, Lord, forgive me. And I repented and I started asking God to touch me and heal me. But the scripture just stepped out as... um, that was just embedded in my mind was Jeremiah. If you if you heal me, then I'm healed. If you save me, then I'm saved. I just kept saying, if you heal me, then I'm healed. Then if you heal me, then I'm healed. And man, I got to church. I on my way, Brittany called and said, Al, you called me. I said, Yes, I was gonna ask you to do you have anything prepared for some for this day? She said, No, I ain't nothing. I said, well, I'm all right now. As I went, as I got closer, I started to feel better. And then I got here in the church. You know, we prayed and had Sunday school and song and worship service. I just feel a whole lot better. I mean, I just thank God for the press. Sometimes it's just in the press. And I ask God to forgive me for walking around in my misery. Sometimes we just get so overwhelmed. And things with the cares of life, we just walk around in the misery and forget who we supposed to be talking to. You know, don't make him again. Don't make him your last resort. Make him your first response. And I, man, I, I repented so sorely and I said, Lord, forgive me because that is the truth. He said, ask that your joy may be full. He, he told us from from this point, you have not asked me. And I was at that point, I had not asked him nothing. You know, I ain't say, Lord, heal me. I ain't by his stripes, nothing. I'm just misery, walking around in my misery. Man, maybe somebody going to call. Maybe, you know, pastor going to call. Ain't nobody calling. Ask. And I started to pray and ask God to heal me. And I feel so much better today. I mean, I just feel like I was in a fight just drained. But also, I just thank God for his word. You know, last week, I was talking about this letter that God gave me, gave us. It's in the letter. All one Tuesday or Wednesday, one of them days, three hits, I call them hits, in a row. I met three people, and they were going through something. This first guy, I won't call his name, I met in Chesterfield. When I got to his house, you know, he wasn't smiling, but when I got down in the basement, you know, he started smiling and smiling. He was leaning on the wall, older gentleman. He was leaning on the wall, and so I'm looking at him like, why is this man just smiling? 
you know, smiling. So I started smiling. He started smiling. And when he got to the door, I call it the shakes. It's a name for a pastor called a name. Paul, you know, I did just shake. I mean, his hands were just shaking. And of course, hearing my pastor, I always, you know, I, she just embedded in my mind. When you come to things like that, maybe, just maybe, God wants you to pray for these people. And I'm thinking, maybe, Lord, you want me to pray for this person. Said, no, I don't, not maybe, I do. I already said for you to go out and pray for the sick. I ain't got to keep telling you. It's written. You do it. And so... I'm trying to figure out how to come into this door. And so somehow we got to talking about the Lord. I asked him, I said, do you believe in the power of prayer? He started smiling. I said, yeah, he was just shaking. He said, yeah, I believe in the power of prayer. I said, mind if I pray for you? We talk. I don't know what else I said. We talk, but he said, no, I don't mind. So I took him by his hands and I prayed. I said, Lord, you sent me with a letter. And in that letter, you said to heal, to set the captive free. And I just started rehearsing what the Spirit was bringing to me. When I got finished praying for this man, I didn't notice. The Spirit of the Lord said, look around. And I looked around. He had tons of guitars, instruments. He had this, he had this long mixer. He had it because he gave it to somebody. <laughs> He prophesied into our church. He said, you got a choir? I said, yeah, we got a choir. I said, but you know when the pandemic came, you know how that is. He said, yeah. He said, I want you to have that. Take that. You're going to need that for your choir. I said, well, we're a little bitty church. He said, "He said, take it. You're going to need that for your choir. And I said, okay, Lord. And Spirit of the Lord said, no, look at him. And so I started looking at his hands. He was asking for the address for the church. I said, oh. I, I come get you. Say no, I need to drive. I need to do something, and so I took my phone out, and I just started filming. He was looking for pins. I'm gonna show it to you. He was looking for pins. You know, I'm like, this man ain't shook. As not near a time, he ain't shook or nothing. I mean, I filmed him for a while, and I'm thinking, okay, well, surely when he finished writing, he gonna shake. And that man didn't shake at all. So I said, I turned, I said, I'm sorry. I recorded you. I said, I'll erase, but I just want you to see something. He didn't even notice at all. I said, I want you to see something. And I showed it to him. He's like, he was looking on the camera. Then he stretched his hands out. And he said, he wasn't shaking enough. Man, that man began to cry. We began to cry together and start thanking the Lord and praising God and lifting him up. And I said, Lord, you are a mighty God. And so one of my dearest sisters, one of my dearest sisters, I wish I had seen it before that. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, me too. I'm thinking, who walks around recording folk? <laughs> but God is just trying to tell us something. And then after that, here's another lady. She's going, she's, she's having issues with her family. I didn't say nothing, but hi, my name is Al. I'm here to change your water meter. I'm from the water company. She walks up to me and said, well, you know what? You might be into, you might be in for a counseling session. I thought, okay. And so talking to her about she's into it with her family, 
her siblings with over money because mom left this and she didn't get it. It was in her name, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, well, I've been down that road. You have? I said, yeah. I said, my siblings did me the same way. I said, I had X amount of dollars in my name. My sister verified and called and said, you got, oh, man, all this is in your name. And when they got through with it, it wasn't nothing in my name. But I said, you know what? I said, you don't look at that. I said, you love your brothers and your sisters. I said, mine wanted me to go to court against my brothers and sisters. I said, it ain't found. Well, I, I told her that. I said, it's not found nowhere in the scriptures where I'm supposed to stand in the courtroom against my brothers. In fact, he said, don't do it. I said, well, I just let things be. I said, I didn't get beat out of nothing because what's coming to me is going to come to me. I said, what's coming to you, sister, going to come to you? So I stood there for her within a couple of hours. I'm at work, y'all. You know, that's how good God is. And I said, Lord, you sent me with another letter. And that lady, I mean, she said, Al, you didn't come here for this meeting. You came here to tell me that. And I, she just broke down crying. I kept my Kept my composure on that one. But this third one, I mean, boom, boom, boom. This third one, this lady, I said, Al, I'm, here, here's Al again. I'm here to change the water meter. Huh? What's your name again? She was lying. I'm like, Al, I'm sorry, son. I'm, I'm deaf. I can't hardly hear you. What's your name? Al. I'm from the water. Oh, Al. TV was in the basement loud. I thought it was some people down there just holding the TV. And I get down there, she talking to me, she just loud. I'm like, man, I got to turn this bitch out of here. And so she said, yeah, my eyes are they bad too. I can't hardly see. So, so I'm deaf and I'm dumb. And she just she just made it a joke of herself. She just laughed. And so I'm talking to her, looking at her like, ma'am, mother. Whatever I said, she just started boo-hooing and crying. I said, you mind if I pray for you? She said, no, son, please, please pray for me. I said, you mind if I touch you? She said, yeah. So I put my hand, I did what Jesus did. Put my hands on her ears and rolled my thumb down to her eyes, and I prayed to God to open up her ears, unstop her, whatever I said. And got finished talking to her, and she turned the TV down. Then she started talking to me in a normal voice. And I just started smiling. I said, Mother, I said, I think God already has done it. She said, Ha, I don't know. But she wasn't loud. She wasn't, Ha, I don't know. I said, You don't think God did that? I said, God did that. He he, he probably did. He did. But it's amazing what God wants to show us. Now, I don't think that she received it. But I don't think she be- believed it. She received the blessing. The blessing was on her because she wasn't yelling no more. But God was trying to show me something. He said, the more you build your faith, the stronger it's going to get. Every time that you walk away from somebody, you ain't going to see everything. But he allowed me to see these three things. And that first incident with the man was bent over. And all he allowed me to see that we got some workout fanatics in here. They build their muscles and stuff. They work out. I don't work out. I desire to work out, get this weight bent. I need to. But what's more important is working that faith out. Because you're going to see some stuff when you just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Because your faith is getting stronger, getting stronger. Because it's not me. 
You know, Pastor, I I can't heal a butterfly with a broken wing. I, I realize that it's not me. I realize it's not the person. But I do realize where it's coming from. Who is coming from? It's coming from down, from, from up high down. So God wants to show us that it's already written. And if it's written, it is so. Not shall be. It's so. It's, it's just that. And I just thank him for, sh- for showing me after all of that. I walked around in my misery. How dare me not to ask him. I don't want to be one of those people. I believe for you, but I can't believe for me. I want to believe for me too. Cause I was feeling horrible. You know, this was one of them days where I'm going in somebody, y'all just do preach something. Somebody do something. Cause I ain't going to be there, but I said, man, I got to press. I got to get out. I've came to this church on walkers and canes, limping, dragging. I'm coming to church. If, if it ain't, if I don't say nothing but two words, if we don't do nothing but praise God, we gonna be in church serving the Lord, like He said. And I just thank the Lord for doing that, and I just wanna praise God for the mothers of the church, because we do have strong mothers in this house. Resilient mothers that just refuse to give up on God. And man, you all are a testament to me. I thank God for you. I'm not going to be long before you. I'm going to be brief today. So y'all can go have Mother's Day and I can go and lay down. (laughs) I'm just being honest with y'all. I'm just being honest with y'all. I thank God for answering prayer. I thank God for what he's shown me out there on the street. It ain't, I don't care who don't believe it. But one thing I do know, I'm going to be in trouble if I fail God after he has shown me what he has shown me, I'm going to be in trouble. Ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. But I truly thank the Lord for answering prayer. I was down this morning and every morning. I want to see my little sisters. And I am so grateful and thankful to see my two little sisters this morning. I am grateful, grateful, grateful. If Can I give you all a hug? I see Lauren, I'm telling my, my two little sisters that I would have been praying for and crying out to God for. I don't know nothing, but one thing I do know, I've been missing y'all, and I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you, I miss you. Don't let the devil beat y'all up. Put him where he belongs, under your feet. God loves y'all. Don't you let nobody tell you that he don't love you. The devil gonna lie. That's what he is. He is a liar and a thief. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He wanna wipe you out of here. But you got a mighty hand up on you that's preventing that. I wanna talk a little bit, just a little bit. I said briefly, man. I mean briefly. About our mothers. And I thank God for the pastor and the mother of this church. Our pastor Celeste Davis. Miss her in her absence, but I know she's here in the spirit. We truly thank God for her. I do. I know y'all do too, because man, she's been with me through some things. Ooh, we. I mean some stuff that y'all only know about. Oh. 
she had to go places when nobody went before <laughs> with me and my wife. I mean, man, she stood with us, and I just thank God for her. I'm going to start off in uh, 1 Corinthians 13. I'm trying to find. First Corinthians 13, 4. And I like this. I love this chapter because it reminds me of mothers. Mothers are just what this says. And I need, I need to learn from these mothers because I ain't got all of this all the time. Mothers have it. Father, I just want to thank and praise you, Lord God, for every opportunity, God, that you give us, Lord God, to stand before your people here, God, and out there in the street, Lord God. They're all your people, Lord. And I thank you, Father, for allowing me to stand in the stead of our pastor, your servant, the angel of this church, Lord. We pray for her this morning, Father. We ask that you would lift her up, God. We pray, God, that you would strengthen her, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you would recover, Father God, that she would recover all, God, and speedily, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, that nothing major has happened. We just give you praise, glory, and all the honor. I ask that you lead and guide me on this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give God praise this morning because he's deserving. First Corinthians 13 and 4 talks about love. I'm not going to start up the very first one, but this is love. Love is patient. Love is kind. And is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. That sounds like a mother to me. Because a mother is patient, she's kind, she ain't jealous, a real mother. I'm talking about mothers in this house, mothers that we know. They're not arrogant, they don't brag. A love does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own. It is not provoked, does not take in account of wrong suffering. That sounds like a mother to me. It don't seeks, it don't seek its own. It's always seeking something for somebody else. And that just reminds me of so many mothers that I've encountered, especially this one. My mom was the same way she, mother's true moms. They will give you anything. They, they know how to do without just so you can have. They know how to put themselves on the back burner so they can put you up front. That's a real mother, but we need mothers like that. We need mothers because you look on the news, can't blame it all on the mothers and the fathers, but you look on the news, half of these children, what they're doing, they ain't been mother. They ain't been father. They ain't got no upbringing at all. And they're doing all kinds of things. And again, I say to the defense of those children, they have no upbringing. They don't have that mother. They don't have that nurturing. You know, all they got is somebody tell them what they did wrong and just shaking the finger and blah, blah. I have to learn to do that with my children, especially with this last one. Not always giving an account. He know what he done wrong. But, man, sometimes I want to lay it on them think to make sure you know you did wrong. But mama, she know how to do things. She know how to smooth things over and just make it right. And you see a kid come out from talking to mom. He come out happy, skipping. But when he when he coming to your presence after he left mama, like 
<laughs> he still might want to get me. <laughs> but not after mama get through talking. But so moms, they don't think of themselves. I ain't going to say all the time. They don't think of themselves hardly none of the time. But mama, real mom know how to do without. She's willing to do without. You got mothers now that they're not willing to do without. You go and get your own. But a real mother gonna do without. She don't care what she got, what she, what she, what she's in need of. One pair of shoes, two dresses, whatever. But I'm gonna make sure that my children are taken care of. That's a real mother. He said, love does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoice with, with the truth. Love bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. And it endures all things. That's what, that sounds like a mother to me. She bears everything. Everything that the children do. Everything that somebody else in the family do. She bears, she carries it. She carries it, sometimes they carry it to the grave. But real mothers, they carry their stuff to the cross. They carry it to the altar and say, Lord, you see what's going on in this house. You see what's going on in my family. You see what's going on in the family that came to me. They bear those type of things. And they don't go out telling your business, putting it in the street. That's the real mother. When I think of mothers, I think of three things, which there are so many other things to think of on a mother, but I just come up with these three. A mother's love is being an example what a mother should be. Like pastor always talk about this virtuous woman, Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31, the virtuous woman was a God-fearing woman. You ain't gonna find too many God-fearing women out here in the street today, out here in the world today. There ain't, there's so many mothers, but there ain't no God-fearing mothers. You got mothers that would do, drink with the children, cuss with the children, Got mothers that will go to parties with the children. They act just like the children. And some mothers, when they get beside themselves, they act worse than their children. And you be, you be wondering, who's the mother? Which one of them is the mother? You know, you got to be a good example. You can't say, do as I say, and they see you doing something else. You got to... Do as I say, as Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Do what I tell you to do, you're going to find me doing the same thing. And too many mothers ain't doing what they say. They're not keeping their word. Another one is a mother love, a mother's love is teaching. You got to teach your children. A lot of mothers, man, got these children they raising themselves. How in the world is a 13-year-old, 12-year-old, 8-year-old driving stolen vehicles? How, how, how does that happen? Not knowing where your child is, not knowing what they're doing, don't even care where the kid's at. You got to teach them. Timothy had a grandmother and a mother, Paul said, that taught him from when he was an infant. As a child. Now the Jews believe that a child to them is an infant. They, they, they believe that a three year old child, well, they started the 
they said. They started that three-year-old child and rehearsing the scriptures. At six years old, they said he was reading the scriptures. How many of our children at three years old? I don't know. Because I went at home, my wife was there. But ain't too many mothers putting that word in them. The Bible says the grandmother and the mother put this word in Timothy when he was a young boy, when he was a baby. And don't come telling me about, well, I tell them when they can understand, when they, when they get to the age to understand. Them jokers understand. They understand very well. And I don't care how young they are, them some wise little babies that's coming out now. I'm speaking from experience. My two-year-old, he understand everything that you be saying. He do what he want to do when he want to do it. You be talking to him, he be like this. Then he'll slide them eyes over here and say, I'm like, boy, I was over there the other day. I'm like, he just cut up. I'm like, I just had to stir off at the TV. I ain't going to melt him. So, but I'd have lit his little, I wouldn't hurt him. I'd have tapped on him a couple times. I'd have tapped on him a few times. You know, because what they doing ain't helping. You know, we pray over me and my wife, we get them when they're in our presence. But you got to train them up in the way that they should go. You have to train the child. You got to teach them. You know, you got to teach them to pray. You got to teach them the word. You got to let them know uh, why you don't do certain things and why you do certain things. You just can't tell them and walk off. They sitting there scratching their head. What I'm supposed to do with this? Sit down and explain. If you can't explain it, get with somebody. Girl, man, help me to explain this to my son because he's on the road to destruction. You know, even have a crash. You know, I just talked to my son. Said, man, look, you got to change some, you got to change. Say, if you don't, man, you're going to be in a world of trouble. I ain't saying that he is. I said, but if you don't change, if you don't, there are some prerequisites. If you don't do what the words say do, you headed for destruction. You going you got to pay the consequences. And a lot of them ain't good all the time. They just ain't good. So you got to train them up in the way that they should go. Not wait until you think they understand. My wife was just talking to me the other day, yesterday about something she heard that the teachers, these teachers and doctors are saying how you ought to do the child now. And I listened to her. And when she got finished, she said, that just don't make no sense to me. I said, sure, don't to me either, Tuan. I mean, what, what do you, what do you do with what, how God say raise a child? And we just throw that on out and we think we're going to rewrite how it's supposed to be because you feel like it's working for you. It ain't going to work. If God didn't say it, then it ain't going to work. It ain't good. The last one is mothers love Prayers never give up. When a mother loves her child, she don't care what that child is into. She don't care what he did. Me, I don't care either, but I try to tell him. But man, you, I give him a little lesson. But a mother gonna pray and cry to God for her child in spite of what the child did, in spite of where that child, that mother ain't gonna give up. She, she just gonna keep on praying and keep on begging God. Lord, I know what people say. We, we say, I say sometimes, but I'm done saying that. 
God ain't gonna go over your will. God went over my will. He went over your will, your will too. Because it wasn't my will to serve God. It wasn't my will to turn from unrighteousness. That wasn't my will. My will was to stay in the street, do what I want to do, be what I wanted to be. I thought I wanted to be. I wanted to be like my big brother. That was my, my will. Matthew 15:21 When God wants something done, he knows how to alter a will. He knows how to rewrite a will. He he, he already told us that that old will, that old letter is done away with. We got a new one now. How come God can't change your will? He, God can do what he want to do. If we keep saying God can do anything, my will is strong enough to keep him from changing my mind. I don't know what I got to go through, but my will going to change eventually. It's going to be saying, yes, Lord, I want to do this thing now. Yes, Lord, I hear what you're saying because I can't take that no more. He allows some stuff to get on you where it'll change your will. It'll change your way of thinking. It'll change your way. And it won't change the mother's prayer. She's going to keep on praying and keep on praying until she kept praying, kept praying until all y'all just start coming in like dominoes. Boop, boop, boop. I was down this morning and said, Lord, play some more dominoes. Play some more dominoes in my family, in the families that come. Play dominoes again because he, he the best player. Make them fall in line again. Make them fall in line. God finna start playing dominoes again. They gonna start coming in and you gonna be wondering how and why. What did I, I didn't do nothing. It was just God and God all by himself. He got on their will and they got with his will. I was not with his will until he came and got me out of them clubs and just put me on the path. And I had to walk and learn. You had to walk and learn. And that's what a mother's love does. A mother loves just don't give up. 15 and 21 Matthews. This woman, we got many women that can, that we can think of that prayed and just wouldn't give up. You know? 15, 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan, this is a sinner woman, came out came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But the Bible says, but he answered her not a word. That's how sometimes it feels when you're crying out to God, you don't hear nothing, nothing come across the radio to confirm that God heard you. Nobody in the church get up and testify. The pastor don't say nothing to confirm what you've been asking God for. It seemed like God don't hear nothing you're saying. The Bible said he just, he act, he didn't hear. He said, but he answered her not a word, letting her know you a sinner. You ain't even no Jew. I ain't got to do nothing for you. You know, it's not required for me to do nothing for you. But faith requires a lot. Faith requires all things. If you got faith, 
to stay there and, and be dogmatic with the Lord, you'll get what you want. It don't make no difference what you are. Jew nor Gentile, you have what you say. And he said, and his disciples, and his disciples came and besought him saying, send her away. For she cried after us. <laughs> after us. Well, I ain't looking for you. I'm calling Jesus, thou son of, hey, Jesus, not you, Peter, not, not you, Paul. I'm calling for Jesus. He the only one I know that can help me. That woman said, I ain't worried about y'all. I'm looking for the man that can help me. He said, but he answered and said unto, and said, it is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. Y'all know the story. And she said, true Lord, yet the dogs eat the crumb which fall from their master table. Then Jesus answered and said, then he, he said to old woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter, the Bible says, was made whole that very hour. See, this is a mother that prayed in spite of what Jesus said, what he didn't say. She just kept on. Lord, heal my child. She vexed with the devil. How many of us going to keep on holding on, keep on holding on? People say, well, maybe God wants you to do, do it another way. No, he wants you to keep on praying the same way until you get an answer from God. You ain't got to switch nothing over. Ain't nothing better than Jesus. Ain't nothing better to say, but Lord, heal my child. Keep on. I'm going to keep saying, Lord, save my children. Knock them down. Do what you got to do. Bring them in. See, what we need is some Hannahs that prayed and in spite of. She had a, a mistress that was laughing at her. She didn't care. She didn't care, but she kept on praying. She, we need some, some Jehaka beds. That's Moses' mama. This woman got a letter from the Pharaoh saying, look, every male child that is born, I want y'all, since the midwives won't do what I say, I want y'all to throw those male babies in the Nile River. Drown them. Get rid of them. This woman looked at her child and said, not me. Uh-uh, I just got to get into I'm going to hide this baby because I see that he's a proper child. A lot of folk want to abort this thing. Mary, look at Mary. She got laughed at. Oh, man, you cheated on Joseph, man. Come on now. Uh, who put what in you? Get out of here. Yeah, it wasn't Joseph that did it. It was John that did it. Maybe it was Bill that did it. You know, can you imagine what she went through? But she didn't abort her baby. She said, oh, no. I know what God gave me. I know what he done for me. I know what he said for me, said to me. Don't abort your blessing. Don't abort your promise that God gave you. God gave you your children's mother, young mothers. Keep on pressing. Keep on believing God. Don't give up on God. Don't abort your promise. Your promise is going to come. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So Mary had to go through a whole lot. Look at, look at, uh, uh, Sarai's handmaid, Hagar. Look what she had to endure. The father put her and his son out. Get on out of here. Sarah said, y'all need to go. Go. Where we gonna go? Abraham? I don't know, but you got to get out of here. He didn't care where they went. But God turned around and told this, told this woman, go back and submit yourself under that harshness of Sarah. What, Lord, me and my baby? Well, I'm going to do what you say do, Lord. We just got to do what God tells us to do. Know that God's got a plan and a purpose for your life. And you cannot now at this time abort 
That baby that's that's in you, that spiritual baby, that's you can't abort it. You got to bring that baby to to fruition. It's got to come to pass. You got to pass this one, whether it's by C-section or a natural boat. It's got to come. So don't let the devil step on your head, get you in a place to where you can't continue on with your pregnancy. It ain't came yet, but just keep stay pregnant. You you look good pregnant. You look real good pregnant. Just keep on being pregnant with the Holy Ghost. Keep on being pregnant with the word of God. And God is going to, he's, he's got a blessing with your name on it. When those men, those child, when those children came out, they had names and they meant something and they were blessing. They were blessing. So God got something inside of you that he's trying to bless. Again, I say, in Ecclesiastes 3, there are 28 times to where it says there's a time and a season for all things. But this ain't, it's not ever a time. And this ain't the time of giving up. It don't say no worth. There's a time and a season to fall out this race. It's too late in the day. You know, Jesus might crack this guy later on this evening. We just don't know. It's, it's so much that's going on in the world that we don't know about. And it's all happening over there. You get on one of them Israel channels, or one of them BBC News channels, and find out what's going on. It's so much stuff going on that's biblically. It's happening. It's going on right now, but we don't know. All we're concerned about, what, like, again, the devil got us looking over here, and he's doing this over there. You know? Get back in the race. Mothers, pray without ceasing. Jesus is going to bring you forth. That's where the mothers get the love from. He loved you with an everlasting love. He said, by love and kindness have I drawn thee out. He brought you out today. He drew you out here. Yeah, I ain't come out here to see nobody else. You felt like in your heart that you need to get on back. I got to get back where I started from. And I'm, I got to get back where I started from. I got to get back fasting more, praying more, studying more, seeking more. It's much more for us to do. People are prophesying into our church. Come on, let us prophesy in our own church. When you get your choir, how do he know we we need this stuff for choirs? You know, I'm thinking, no, we don't need, Derek don't need that. He said, no, you're going to need that. Take it. And it's at home. I got to bring and see if Derek can use it back there right now. I mean, it's a long one, them professional mixes. You know, studio mixes. Like, wow. We ready. So, I told you I was going to be brief. Mothers has a special place in this world. And we honor them today because we honor Christ. Without him, there is no mother. Without him, there is no mother's love. And so we thank God for Jesus who came down. He so loved us. He so loved that he gave his only begotten son. That's love. No greater love than no man have than this, that he laid down his life for his friend. God laid his life down. Mothers are laying their lives down each and every day. Kids out there getting slain. The first person that a, a man 
that I know of called when he's in trouble is his mama. Let him get in trouble. That'd be the first name. Mama. I'm going to tell you this story. I'm going to let you go. I was with a buddy of mine. We were changing the meter. And he was down there and a frog crawled out of there up from up under the meter. And the first, this man, 50-something years old, first thing he did was jump and say, Mama! I thought, you just called your mama. Mama has a place. When them guys used to get locked up, they need to call mama. Not daddy. I need to call mama. Why? Mama's going to always be there. In spite of, that mother's going to be found. And she's going to make sure, if she ain't heard from him, she's going to call up there, I need to hear from my baby. How old is he, ma'am? He's 65. That's still her baby. That's a mother's love. That's genuine love, unfeigned love. So remember, mothers, we thank God for you. We need you. God put you here for a purpose and a reason. Mothers, happy Mother's Day, and God bless you this morning. I'm finished. We're supposed to take the sacrament. Yeah, it's up here. So if you want to, you can come and take the sacrament. And don't let the devil beat you down. You've blown to God. Oh. <sighs>